Welcome to the More Than a Physique podcast. I'm your host, Kristen Jansen, online fitness coach, content creator, and competitive bodybuilder and powerlifter. In this podcast, we help you discover your inner athlete. Each episode will enhance your life as we provide you insights on all things health, fitness, and personal development. Now let's bring out your inner athlete. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the More Than a Physique podcast, where we discuss ways to ignite all areas of your life surrounding health, fitness, and becoming mentally elite. I'm your host, Kristen Jansen, Certified Strength and Conditioning Specialist at The Natty Hour, and welcome everybody to episode 77. In today's episode, we are going to talk about why you need to stop quitting when you are ahead. And the biggest thing that contributes to this happening is self-sabotaging. Something I think we all have experienced at one point or another in our lives. And for those who don't know, self-sabotaging is the thoughts or behaviors that hold you back and prevent you from doing what you truly want to do. Some examples may include unrealistic expectations of your results without defining any time or mental space to actually accomplishing them, being a perfectionist and only admitting you succeeded if you were 100% perfect, or even being too busy to self-reflect or set up the systems needed to move your needle forward. These are just a few examples of many ways we actually self-sabotage. So in today's episode, let's go over why we are doing this and what we can do to break this cycle. I've never really experienced self-sabotage before. It wasn't until I caught myself having a self-sabotaging moment a couple of weeks ago. For those of you who don't know, I'm currently dieting for a bodybuilding competition in May. My diet's been going very well, where each week I have been right on schedule with my weekly targeted goals. Each day I have been extremely consistent with my nutrition, training and even cardio however a couple of weeks ago now i was ahead of schedule with my goals i hit a low weigh-in much earlier than i was expecting and my initial reaction to that low weigh-in was to take it easy for the day and you know what i'm gonna skip my cardio that was the first time that i can recall anyways that I have ever experienced anything like this. And while I didn't end up actually skipping my cardio, this initial thought process left me feeling curious. Curious as to why that was my initial instinctive reaction and curious if I actually would have skipped my cardio if I didn't catch myself like this. I honestly think this initial reaction was my way of celebrating the fact that I had a low weigh-in. And I do think that others go through the same thing but maybe in their own way. So perhaps they are celebrating their low weigh-in by taking the day off from tracking their food, or perhaps skipping a workout, or even having an extra untracked treat for the day. You can see though how what we revert to as our way of celebrating can often lead to self-sabotage. Why would we stop doing the things that allowed us to achieve the results in the first place? Often we have these thoughts that we can relax once we've made some progress, And it's from my experience that people lose momentum with this kind of mentality and often go backwards. We must catch ourselves when we have this type of thought process and not let our progress slow down. Instead, let your progress be your motivator to keep going and to remember it's a sign that you're on the right path. 
So keep implementing the habits every single day that got you there in the first place. This has been a very informative experience for me because I think people go through this all the time maybe more often than I even realized, which of course inspired today's episode. So how can we catch ourselves in these moments and redirect our path so we don't end up down this constant self-sabotaging cycle and are forever spinning our wheels from actually achieving true progress? Well, I think it's worth noting that it's not going to be easy If you are no stranger to self-sabotage, then we must understand that this is a learned behavior typically and might even stem from something that was developed at a very young age. And as we all know, changing our habits for better ones doesn't just happen overnight. So you must be willing to put in the work to end this cycle. So where does self-sabotage come from? Like I said, it is often a learned behavior And to some, it may even be a lack of self-esteem. Often the emotions that lead to the act of sabotage are feelings of insignificance and the belief that you don't deserve success. Some people self-sabotage to make them feel in control of the situation. They might receive like a short-term increase to their self-confidence this way, but these rewards turn out to be damaging later on. If that sounds like you, don't be hard on yourself. Like I said, I caught myself doing this too. I think we all go through this to some degree, but what can we do to break this cycle? Since this is a fitness podcast, I am going to use fitness-related examples going forward. However, you can apply the same strategies here to other areas of your life if you're having issues with self-sabotage, such as work, family, or relationships. Firstly, I really think that we must audit our behaviors. Self-sabotage, it's going to look different for everybody. So are you struggling with making decisions of what to eat, for example? Maybe there's a lack of motivation to go to the gym or even being consistent with eating foods that you know deep down are healthy for you. Take the time to actually write out what behaviors you feel are contributing to your self-sabotage. And once you've identified which behaviors are contributing to it, Ask yourself, what do you think is happening and what thoughts and emotions are you having prior to your self-sabotage? Maybe the thoughts prior might be something like, you aren't good enough, what's the point? And of course, that's going to lead to negative emotions such as frustration, anger, impatience, or even anxiety. If we understand the typical thoughts we have, prior to committing self-sabotage. It's in those moments where we can catch ourselves before we act on those thoughts. Chances are that the emotion that led to your negative behavior was caused by an irrational thought. So prior to acting on these negative thoughts, I recommend stopping what you're doing and writing them down and then follow that with a logical reason to still follow through versus self-sabotaging. So I know that's a lot of words here. Let's go over an example. If you are having negative thoughts that is leading you to want to skip the gym, prior to actually skipping the gym and making that decision for yourself, Write down the thoughts you are having. Maybe like I said previously, you're not good enough. What's the point? I need to skip the gym. Once you write those thoughts that you are actually having down, keep writing and follow those negative thoughts written by three logical and positive reasons to still go to the gym. So after you've written down your negative thoughts, 
write down three logical reasons why you still need to commit. And some of those reasons may be something like, I'll feel good afterwards. It's good for my health. Going to the gym is a way for me to set a positive example for my kids. Whatever the reasons may be, write three logical and positive reasons down. It's at that point then you can let your actions be decided from these reasons versus reacting to your initial negative thoughts. When you know what your negative thoughts are prior to acting on them, it's at that point where you can actually start to redirect them into more logical and positive ones. And then ask yourself, are these negative thoughts rational? Are they based on facts? Often the answer is no. As you become more aware of these negative thoughts, emotions, and behaviors that trigger self-sabotage, you can begin to confront them. And the best way to confront these negative thoughts is with logical ones. Then you can begin to associate these positive thoughts to what you can actually accomplish. When your skills, beliefs, and behaviors are aligned, you can create the mental, emotional, and physical states necessary to do what you need to do to move your needle forward. Going back to our example, if you are battling with negative thoughts that are always leading you to wanting to skip the gym, write those negative thoughts down, then write out three reasons as to why you should still go to the gym. Do this every time that this situation occurs. I don't care if you use the same reasons or new reasons each time. If you follow through and still go to the gym despite those initial negative thoughts, eventually your brain is going to start to reprogram itself to believe these positive reasons as to why you should still go to the gym. And it's going to encourage you and become a lot easier to ignore these negative thoughts and you are going to start to have them less and less because you know you feel good afterwards you know that it's good for your health and you know that it does set that positive example for your kids and because you know all these things you will continue to show up and eventually self-sabotaging in this area of your life will be a thing of the past it may take a month it may take a year but keep writing those negative thoughts out followed by your reasons to still show up Repetition of replacing your negative thoughts with logical ones is the name of the game here to change those self-sabotaging behaviors. Now, if you are dealing with self-sabotage in multiple areas, it's probably best to address one at a time. There's a lot of power in taking things one step at a time. You don't need to defeat all of your self-sabotaging tendencies all at once. It's best to focus on small changes first so you can build that momentum and go from there. So when you're building a fire, for example, we don't start off by lighting the firewood, right? You start off with a base layer and you use a piece of paper or newspaper. Once the kindling has started to burn, you place larger pieces of wood over it. After the fire has started to catch the larger pieces of kindling, you then add a layer of logs, chopped wood, to fuel the fire. The same concept does need to be applied if you're having to tackle multiple forms of self-sabotage. So going back to our example, once you notice you are starting to have fewer negative thoughts and skipping the gym isn't really an option for you anymore, it's at that point you probably are ready to tackle another area of self-sabotage where the same strategy should be applied. But while you are tackling these different areas, I do think it is important to address what is the root cause of the problem when it comes to self-sabotage, which often is 
a lack of self-esteem. Let's finish off this episode talking about building up your self-esteem. Self-esteem is the belief you have of yourself. It doesn't just make you feel more in control and better about yourself. It also helps you take the risks to make improvements to your life. So how can you improve your self-esteem, which in turn should help reduce the frequency at which you self-sabotage? I think it's important to understand that. The first strategy, it may be obvious, but it's often most effective and important, and that's exercising. Exercising not only helps you feel more accomplished each day, there's also a lot of research to show that it does help combat anxiety and depression, often things that you know can be contributing factors to self-esteem issues. Next, I do think that we need to pay attention to how we speak to ourselves. If we are constantly talking down on ourselves, how can you expect to ever have any self-esteem? So to help with that, I recommend taking the time to write down some positive things about yourself, even if you don't believe them yet, eventually you will because your thoughts do generate your emotions. When you start to feel low, look back on this list that you've written for yourself and remind yourself that there is plenty of good in you and good about you. In general, positive internal dialogue is a big part of improving your self-esteem. If you catch yourself saying things like, I'm not good enough or I'm a failure, you can start to turn those around by saying that I can overcome this, I can be more confident. Self-talk is extremely important, so don't underestimate the power of it. Next, we want to pay attention to who we are spending our time with. It is extremely difficult to be positive and feel good about ourselves if we are constantly surrounded by others who are negative and putting other people down. I, like many people, used to deal with this a lot when I worked in an office. It was so stressful and I really found it negatively impacting my self-esteem at the time. I got to the point where I had to distance myself at work from all of the drama, all the people associated with the drama in order to prioritize my own well-being. If there are people who make you feel bad about yourself, I know that it's hard to do, but you need to try to avoid them. Focus on building relationships with people who make you feel good and who are going to push you forward to your best self and avoid those relationships that drag you down. The last strategy, and probably the most important one, is to give yourself a break. Please give yourself some credit here. We put so much pressure on ourselves to be perfect every single second of every day, and it is not realistic. As adults, we often forget one of the most important lessons that we all learned as a kid, and that is that perfection doesn't exist. And yet we expect perfection for ourselves. The key is not to be hard on yourself here. Be kind to yourself and not too critical. We want to avoid criticizing ourselves to others as well. This is a major important thing to remember here because it can reinforce those negative views that you have on yourself. So give yourself a break, not just to yourself, but to others. Your ability to defeat self-sabotage comes from the beliefs you have of yourself. Show up each day, focus on being your best self, and remember the whole point of this game of life is to construct the person that we want to one day be. None of us are just born in a way where we have everything figured out. We are all adjusting, tweaking, and progressing towards this 
future vision we all have of ourselves. And yes, it takes work, a lot of friggin' work, but embrace the obstacles, go easy on yourself, and try to have some fun along the way. And remember that no matter how challenging some days may feel, quitting on that future vision you have of yourself is never the answer. All right, team, that about wraps up this episode. Thank you all so much for listening. If you enjoyed it, if you found it helpful as a thank you to me, please do me a huge favor and be sure to share this on your social media. Maybe share it with your friends and family. And if you haven't already, please be sure to go leave this episode a review on iTunes. It really helps me out. It helps other people find the episode so we can ensure that we help more people just like this episode was able to help you. So thank you all. I look forward to chatting with you all again very soon. But until then, go out there, strive for more, be more, and ignite your inner athlete.